All right, welcome everyone back to another episode of hey. the Dark Minute Podcast. I'm Chris, joined as always by my lovely and faithful co-hosts, who I definitely won't forget to mention, Nick. Dude, <laughs> the fact that you always think of me is just yeah. so and before, touching. And before even our lovely members of the Mosey Gang, who was who I'm about to mention right now. Oh, they're much more worthy of mention than I. So please move forward. <laughs> but yes, our lovely, lovely members of the Mosey Gang. Those people being Scott, Kyle, AJ, Danny, Kevin, Jillian, Brienne, Matt. Sam, Charlotte, Cameron, Garrett, Dan M., and Ryan. Thank you guys so much. And I would never forget to mention you guys at the beginning of an episode. I'm not bitter or anything. <laughs> no, I'm legitimately not. Just I'm, This is all a bit, folks. Don't it's worry. All bit. It's all a bit. It's all a bit. Are, are you doing a bit, bit, bro? Are you doing a bit? Yes, doing, doing okay, all okay. the bits. <laughs> but uh, if you, fair listener, would like to join in on our fun uh, and be part of the Mosey Gang, you can give us uh, a, a click on our social media page. We have a PayPal, we have uh, Anchor, and you give us a, just $1, and you get your ass in the Discord. And, you know, we got fun. We have a dedicated meme section now, which, thank you, uh, I think, was it Jill? So some whoever, whoever suggested the meme dispensary, props to you. Very good idea. It was the, the best idea that Midgar we've ever had. The memes of Midgar have been born. Yes, the dankest memes of Midgar. <laughs> Uh, but as we always say, we're just happy that you're here listening to us and, uh, you know, we don't, we, I mean, we have dirge of Cerberus. Do we really need anything else? Do really? we have the dirge? Do we really? When I, all I, I else can, fails, I can feed my whole family the dirge. Dirge. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, yes. Dirge of Cerberus, the game that refuses to die. Dude, it's according coming back to Square with Enix, vengeance. it's coming back with a vengeance. Like I, I, I still, it. I still think it's crazy that this game that was sort of like universally the ugly stepsister, hated it was the by ugly everybody, stepsister of the whole compilation. Square was like, "No, you're gonna care. You have to care now. Fuck you." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. I guess Papa Square. I guess I gotta All care right, about." Fine. Our edgy adopted stepson, stepbrother. But you whatever. know what? I really think I think this is what's going to make Integrate so special. Is this is a great litmus test of can they take the weaker parts of the compilation and actually and, make it good. and make it strong? Because if they can do that, yeah. then I re- like if Integrate is fire, then I really have faith in the rest of this series. Oh, for sure. And that that's, I feel like, still... If we could do Dirge well, the more set. The more I watch Dirge, the more I'm like, man, if they can make this into something serviceable, um, they will have done more than enough <laughs> by my standards. Me, 100%. And they earn their right to keep whatever bullshit they want in there. <laughs> you know, if they, can, if they can make me like Azul the Cerulean... Which I think that's a pretty monumental task for anybody, really. It's gonna be tough, but it, you know, you know what's great? Moderation. Hmm. Yes. Hopefully, I think Square knows a thing or two about that, right? They do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely—they're the masters of moderation for sure. Um. But yes. Uh. Last time, we had just met uh, Shalua, correct? We just met Shalua. Our our. Uh, scientist waifu who one-eyed scientist waifu mm, 
Uh, who we don't we, we have don't one, know. We have one winged angels and one-eyed scientist wife. <laughs> one-eyed, one-armed scientist. We're, we're doing this. We're doing the one thing. Yes, very, very, very singular. The singularity. Uh, <laughs> there you go. But uh, yeah, so we're we're in the city of Edge, right? I believe that is the, the the locale in which we find ourselves. Yeah, so by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Before you before sure. we continue, when we put the description, this one's for all the edge lords in one, we, we meant it. We're we're going to edge. <laughs> yeah. Like like we weren't kidding when we said this one's for all the edge lords. This is for all the edge lords. Yes. It's pretty Rise on up. the nose. Now's our time, edge lords. We're going to edge the the edge lord capital city. Ooh, but boy. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah. So we are running around Edge here, and uh, we're doing all this stuff, and then we come across uh, a child who's being attacked, I believe, by some some deep ground doggos. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. This is after the. The sniper sequence, which, you know, it's a shooting game, so it has to have a sniper sequence, right? Where you're taking out mm-hmm. snipers on a roof. Uh, much like much like any shooting game has to have a turret sequence like we had in the last chapter. <laughs> which that part looked genuinely fun, I have to say. Hey, man, I love turret sequences in games. Yeah, yeah I, I, I about know, it. There was definitely a period there where it was kind of in every shooter game and was kind of like, all right, guys, we, we get it, but... Uh, I, I definitely, you know, this this game, this is another point in this game where I'm like, man, I feel like if they if they just ended up re- remaking this game, like, there's so much potential there yeah, to make it better and, like, serviceable. Because I'm like, yeah, this seems, like, cool. And if they integrated more of, like, an RPG system into it, you know, because I like the idea of, like, you know, you have, you know, the different... Um, parts of your gun that you can like swap out and basically mod it to whatever situation you're in you know for something you know as sort of you know for a ps2 game i feel like that's pretty you know because even the stuff that i'm the footage that i've seen of like yeah like the draw distance you know isn't that bad not bad at all for a ps2 game i'm like oh this thing actually you know accounted for you being able to like you could like look pretty far into the distance and still see things and still shoot dudes um no your your scope of vision in the in the shooter combat is pretty impressive yeah and it's like i mean i don't know what this game actually feels like like physically to play because i feel like that's another thing that probably could get cleaned up if they ever i mean let let's be honest they're probably not gonna they're probably not gonna remake dirge of cerberus in the way that it is now um especially if it's all gonna be sort of wrangled into but I wonder, remake. I wonder if what we're looking at is the groundwork of what Vincent's combat is going to be. Mm. Like, is this sort Ooh. of what playing as Vincent is going to look like? And then when you think about, like, you know how in remake at certain points they let you control a different character in the overworld as opposed to Cloud? Like, there were sequences you played as Barrett, there right, were sequences yeah. you played as Tifa, Aerith. Like, maybe this is what it's going to look like to play as that Vincent. actually could be very interesting. If they had, like, if we had a dedicated Vincent segment of the game and it played like Dirge of Cerberus. Like, <laughs> but better. But better. Keynote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah keyword. Yeah. Keyword being better. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, that actually, I didn't think about that until just now. Couldn't that and be like, pretty rad, That'd dude? be pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. That would be, like, a nice way of them being like, hey, see, we got, you know, like a nice callback. And you know what would be the funniest thing about that of all? Do you know what would be the fun? This is how you know. <laughs> this is how we're going to know, everyone. Mm. This is how we're going to know we're in the, the brightest timeline. <laughs> if the Vincent sequence feels so good that fans want a dirge of Cerberus. Oh, <laughs> God. That's when you know... That we're in some weird, I, like... You know, Nick, yeah. you, you know, you've said a lot of crazy things during this podcast, but... <laughs> this might be the craziest shit, one. That this is, might be the craziest That is the one. tallest order that you've ever had. We'll see. We'll watch it play out, y'all. We'll watch it play out. I mean, I would. that would be great. I'm not saying it wouldn't be great, but man, that is some... Even I wouldn't have thought of something like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I... Yeah, it's just like, I feel like I... The more and more I see of this game, the more and more I I feel like, man, there's just like, I don't know what they were trying to do <laughs> with it, but it's like they obviously wanted to try something new, right? And they wanted to try something different, but it's just like there's so many elements of this game that feel so like underbaked. I don't know if, see, if choppy. that's... Choppy. Yeah. I think choppy. Like a lot of the things, like, you know, we, were, we already kind of mentioned how the plot feels kind of like, you know tacked on and kind of just like this whole this whole game feels like it was just kind of tacked on they're like hey wouldn't it be cool if we played as vincent and we got to shoot guns and that's all they thought about and then they didn't and think you could about give vincent his own because <laughs> i, I kind of see i kind of see i kind of see the deep ground is to vincent what soldier is to cloud you know what i'm saying yeah, I, and i yeah. see that's how they're trying to slide this into place you know, that like at every level of existence, whether it's under the plate, above the plate or in deep ground, you're seeing these same patterns sort of repeat themselves. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like I feel I feel the, yeah, the more and more I see, I'm just like, man, it's like I, I really want to know. Like, I I hope that there is a like a documentary or something out there, a featurette or something about behind the scenes of this game, because I, I, I'm super curious on like what they were actually trying to accomplish <laughs> with this game because you know considering how i think poorly this game it was happened received for two and... reasons i think it's a studio putting a lot of pressure on you to make something groundbreaking mm. or that there's no pressure on you and you can try something new just do whatever you want <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah which i mean yeah you know i try to obviously like you know thinking about it last time um uh, when i said you know kind of keep in mind of the time in which this game came out you know, and it's just like around that time, it you know, it seems kind of wacky that they would have a third person shooter set in Final Fantasy seven. But at that time, you know, this is sort of what the appeal was, mm -hmm. or at least what the games, uh, you know, what everyone thought people wanted <laughs> was exactly. a bunch of edgy kind of ooh cool action, man. Um, which, hey, you know, they're not necessarily wrong, but that doesn't mean... <laughs> They but there's a good just shit out whatever thing you want and be like, oh yeah, well, we're gonna, we're just gonna accept this, no problem. Exactly, exactly. But uh, reining us back in, mm -hmm. so we get through this mission. Oh, the boy. And there's a lot. It's a it's a good chunk. It's a good chunk of gameplay. Yeah. And, and then we get to, we save this young boy who's this, who... who's dressed who's dressed like he's trying to. Um, I don't even know, man. It's like it's honestly like a mix between a, a child that you would see in like a 1930s, like New York, 
and then like a, an island dweller. <laughs> yes. Try, almost like they mashed up like FF. It, again, I, I hate to say it again, but it feels like very FF10 in like something like I could see like the beads that this kid's wearing and stuff reminds me a lot of FF10. But still, he still has that look of like a, you know, modern city, like FF7 kind of feel to him as well. Oh yeah, and uh, and you know I don't want to don't want to go too hard on the on this kid, uh, but man that voice well because he turns out to be quite helpful. So let's throw him a little bone here. Because yeah, it's like he, he, we we he can forgive us... you. You know his parents died, whatever. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and we'll get to that. But he lets us know about the warehouse. Yeah, the warehouse, and, and... and he asks us if we have a card key. And Vincent's like, Nah, I'm kind of screwed. But this mm. kid seems to have a plan. He says, follow yeah, me. Yeah, he, he's, he's got the gumption. He's got something up his sleeve. He's got moxie. <laughs> moxie. <laughs> and, I mean, I think really it's just kind of interesting to, uh, with these, these cutscenes between this kid and Vincent, because Vincent doesn't say anything <laughs> in these cutscenes. He doesn't say anything. I think this, chap- uh, this chapter is interesting for Vincent, right? Because, yeah. you know, at the beginning of the chapter, we, we glossed over it a little bit at the end of last episode, but he bumps into a WRO member. And the mm. guy kind of dies in front of him. And you see Vincent, he doesn't say anything, but he does close the dude's eyes. Yeah. So it's like, and... Vincent doesn't let you in a, in on a lot of like who he is. But you see there is some... He does there care. Is, there's some humanity to him. He might see himself as a monster, but there is a level of humanity to the guy. And I think... For sure. You see, like the, the interactions between him and this kid are pretty awkward, you know? Yeah, but I think but... you see a little bit of that start to shine through. Yeah, it's like I, I honestly, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that Vincent has a, a, a full arc throughout this game, um, because I don't remember him. He, he didn't really have much. Again, in in OGFF seven, he didn't really have much to go on. Um, but that was just a matter of him almost being cut content yeah. altogether. So you know, this to me, like if you were a Vincent fan back in the day, and like this game came out and. Uh, that's why I'm hoping that Vincent gets, if anything else, I hope Vincent gets good treatment in this game. Uh, because, I mean, he's a character that I feel like you could mess up in some way. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I like Vincent as a character. I, I think he's he's probably one of my uh, top, one of, uh, I'd say, like, top five, maybe, yeah. <laughs> of, of all, at least of the FF7 crew. Um, but yeah, it's just at the same time, it's like, I hope that he just doesn't stay like, you know, although stoic, stoic and a little bit. I do. I do feel like, I do feel like, uh, we're, cause we do a little bit later on, we get a little bit more into the whole Lucrezia stuff. Yeah. That's the good stuff. That's the chunky stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, I hope like this could be a good thing, (laughs) but it could also be a bad thing. Um, where it's just it's like I don't want I don't want his entire character to just all be all about Lucrezia, but you know I mean obviously she is a huge huge part to his whole his whole deal. So like I like and I not under- just to his deal, but to like the to entire like lore the of FF7 everything yeah, in general. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just I want I want a little bit more for Vincent, you know, because he's a guy he kind of got the short end of the stick. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know. dude, he was some of the cut content. You know, we've 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 gone over this a million times, but it's like this is one of the things that excites us about remake. You know, these yeah. guys all had a vision, and that vision included Yuffie and Vincent getting fleshed out, and yeah. they never really got to do it the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, 
So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, now that we have all the all the pieces and we have all the foresight and the hindsight, you know, of uh, the last you know twenty twenty odd years of Final Fantasy history to to go back on of like mm, what works and what doesn't work, mm-hmm. and hopefully from that point they can figure out uh, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just seeing this kid's model again, and yeah, he looks very well. Early two thousands. So no matter how he looks, the next mission is protecting his ass. Yeah, so, yeah. Which is which... cool. You know, I always like these kinds of missions in games. I feel like it's a like when done right, it is a good way to mix things up, and I feel like yeah. there's a level of realism to it, right? Yeah, like I, I feel mean... like a lot of these heroes always end up in situations where they have to defend a defenseless, and it's like it's mm. cool to see that play out in a mission in a video game. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, escort missions have been quite notorious you know throughout the years i personally never really had that much of a problem i i I, think a lot of i think a lot of games do it really well yeah i mean back in the day it was kind of more common that it wasn't implemented very well and like there are definitely some games where it wasn't but like you know people were like oh man like uh you know the worst parts of resident evil 4 is like you know when you have ashley you have to deal with ashley and i'm like i never had a problem you just tell ashley you know it's like you keep her close behind you i mean you know, if anyone saw my stream recently, I did have some problems, but <laughs> for the most part, the most any all the ten other times that I've played Resident Evil Four, it's just like, yeah, you just tell her to hide in the dumpster, no problem. <laughs> you know, and it's like, I feel like there was definitely, I don't know, things. The game space has changed enough over the years where it's like, oh yeah, you know, a lot of lessons have been learned, and I feel like there are less and less games that come out now that are technically incompetent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. lot of games are very technically sound. Um, it's just like all the other aspects that are kind of thrown up in the air sometimes. Um, saying AO, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think really when I look at like this section, this seems like a game where it probably didn't feel good. Too, no, because the controls are kind of clunky and weird, and like it doesn't really seem to suit itself to that sort of thing. But you know, you gotta ch- in a game like this, you have to va- you have to vary it up. You know, there's only so much. It, I mean, at least that I can tell so far from what this game has already shown me is like this. This game can only really deviate so many ways to keep it interesting. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because like the combat itself isn't particularly satisfying i mean they really have really good sound design and i feel like you know when you're actually shooting dudes like it's like the the visual feedback and stuff seems pretty satisfying but like at the end of the day it's like you're just you're just shooting the dude (laughs) you know there's not really you know if they add yeah it's not it's not quite seven remake where you're doing a bunch of like Cool, you know, command stuff. actions to create different sort of like combos and yeah, staggers. it's like you know, There's and, and of that going on. no, uh, no shade towards Crabman Gaming because I'm, I'm, you know, this game seems like one of those games where you do kind of just want to hang out in a spot and just shoot everybody before you go forward, you know, because mm-hmm. it does, it's not like a, it doesn't feel like that dynamic enough where you could like run into a room of guys and be like, I can handle this, no problem. You know, this seems like a game that would be very frustrating if it threw you in a room with a bunch of enemies at once, which we will see yeah. uh, <laughs> coming up here pretty soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, there's just so much. 
Yeah. Like I see the potential but, that this game had, and just to, from you know just from from watching it, I feel like it can already kind of just be like ah, uh, you know, definitely not yeah. not one of the strongest Final Fantasy titles. But I think I think that's pretty well known at this point. But uh, yeah, so we get to we kind of there's a lot of running around in Edge, just uh, you know, a lot of running around shooting, solving puzzles and such. As it's that's and that's when I say when this game like I feel like we've seen everything that this game has to offer in terms of gameplay. Um, that's why we like whenever we do these, we kind of just kind of skip over a lot of it because it's very much the samey in a lot of ways. And I'm I'm hoping that will change or at least to some degree. But I feel like if there's any major change in the combat or anything, I feel like we will bring it up. Uh, when that yeah, happens. if we see if we see anything that stands out outside of like the norm of what we've seen, we'll like you said, we'll be sure to bring it up. But yeah. we, we get to the end of that escort mission and we end up getting to the kid. He lets us through the gate so that we can move further. Vincent, just like in a in as much as he can muster up, just says thanks, kid. And mm-hmm. you could tell, you know, he, he'd prefer to not say anything, but kind of felt like he had like, to. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta say something. Gotta say something. The kid kind of did hook you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the kid kind of starts having a breakdown. Um, mm. and just says like, Hey, avenge my parents. They, they killed my parents. Please do what I'm incapable of doing. And Vincent doesn't have a sappy moment. He kind of just, he's just like, hmm. he gets down. What I do like is he gets down like on one knee to be eye level with the kid. Yeah. And he kind of just looks at him genuinely. Yeah, um, just like, ah, oh, yes, I understand you. Which, which is good to see. I feel like sometimes games rely on getting a char- taking a character like Vincent, who's very stoic and quiet, mm-hmm. and they'll try to milk like the moments where he gets sappy. But I like kind of yeah. hear that like the sappy moments for him are it's just the moments more... where he doesn't say anything. He kind of yeah. just looks. He just looks a little somber. There's yeah, no. Like, there's yeah. a lot going on, and I feel like that's what. Uh, and I feel like we <laughs> kind of been doing this a lot, but I, that's why I want to see Vincent in the FF7 remake style of like good graphics and good facial technology. Because I feel like you could make Vincent a stronger character with better, you know, facial like expressions for sure. Because he's, yeah, cause he, he's not an expressive guy vocally. Yeah. And it's like, you know, with the PS2, is only so far that you could go in terms of facial. Uh, you know, acting and things like that. I mean, it definitely was improving at this time for sure. It wasn't just a, you know, it wasn't just a, a, a bit map stretched over some polygons, right? You know, like back in the PS one days. But you know, nowadays, I mean, you know, FF seven remake and other games that have come out in the last couple of years, some of the best looking games to ever exist, uh, without question, graphically. So it's like I feel like there's definitely room for improvement there in terms of like, yeah, we can, you know, Nick, uh, I almost, <laughs> almost called him Nick for some reason. Uh, Vincent, um, I feel I like can sort of still be that kind of like, you know, dark and brooding kind of person, but you can, you can be a lot more subtle with him being, you know, showing more of his lightheartedness kind of, or, you know, some, more depth there than just oh hey look at me I'm I'm a sad vampire boy, um, <laughs> uh, you know so I I'm 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 excited to see him in uh, in in the new the new hotness. Mm-hmm. 
but uh yeah we oh boy uh can we talk about my favorite mini boss this is this is so like here's the thing right we get through a moment that was nice it was genuine built a little character got me to care about vincent a little more and then we stumble into your favorite mini boss and i'll Mm. let you take it from here yeah so yeah we (laughs) this guy who right when we go up we come crashing down i was thinking like oh the way that they're introducing this guy who you know this guy in this this giant armor he's obviously deep ground because he's got the the tron lights on him but he's got like this he's got a fucking rocket launcher on his back and this giant sword and he you know he jumps down off the rafters and he does all these like flexing poses at vincent i'm like oh man this guy is gonna be you know he's gonna be huge and then he's you know got these uh lackeys coming up and they're like oh hell vice and all this stuff and then you know thinking that this guy is gonna be like an important character or something his name's just heavy armored soldier (laughs) just he's just a he's a, a more spectacular than average uh jobber um but i like i i as soon as I saw him doing, you know, uh, flexing poses at him, I'm like, okay, all right, this I can get down with this. If you have a character that does flexing poses at people, they that immediately raises their coolness levels, in my opinion. I'm even with for it. this guy who doesn't even really have any, doesn't really have any dialogue or anything. He just has like that one, you know, like one flourish in the beginning of the fight, and then, you know, you just kind of fight him like any other dude. Which is unfortunate, but, you know, obviously there are other, like, true boss fights that will happen in this game that uh, hopefully are a little bit more exciting (laughs) in terms of... uh... Yeah, no, because the playthrough I watched, too, handled this boss with such ease. Like, he cheesed him. Cheesed him. And it's, I feel like, and again, I feel like that this is one of those games where I feel like you can... Like, as long if you know what, like, the, the mechanics of the game and, you know, have some idea of, like, how it all kind of feels and operates, I feel like you could definitely cheese the hell out of this game. Like, oh, yeah. really bad. Especially, you know, if you've played it, you know, a handful of times, maybe, or once or twice. Lots you know of cheese. where everything's coming. Lots and lots of cheese, bro. But, uh, yeah, so Vincent, cl- you know, clearly just wipes the floor with this jobber, man. Um, unf- as sad as I was <laughs> to see him go, because uh, he was the enemy that showed us the most, um, the most emotion thus far, aside from the, uh, our Azul and Oroso, who, speaking of which, we, we get to see again, and she says a line that, um, or she says a few lines here that are, uh, pretty interesting, uh, like, oh, this is the first time I've ever felt rain on my skin, and then again, I didn't see the sky until a few days ago. So, I just want to say credit to the consistent sky motif embodied mm. by these characters and like breaking their literal ceilings. Oh yeah, because I guess you know these uh, Rosso and Azul and, and everyone else. Uh, I guess they've just been literally hiding underground this whole time. Well, right? not just hiding. I think they've been imprisoned, right? Because that's what's going yeah, on with yeah, Vice. Imprisoned. Like, yeah, you know, I guess that yeah. I was trying to be nicer about it, but yeah, because they were they Well, were I imprisoned. mean, Rosso and Azul, they look like the kind that they wouldn't stay under there if they could. If they, you know, yeah. they had a choice in the matter. For sure. I mean, and I when I first, uh, when I first was going through this, I, I, for some reason, it, the way that they made it seem, it was like, oh, they made it seem like 
like Rosso was like just born or something, but then I remembered. I was like, oh, well, I'm assuming they've been underground their entire lives. Yeah. And I'm ass- all that they kind of know. I'm again, I have not gone ahead in this, but I'm assuming that Rosso and Azul and and all these other deep ground members are probably like test tube babies. You're looking right. at something like that, yeah. I mean, it, it's probably not that far of a of a stretch to think Let's that just Shinra call them would products of science would literally just grow uh, these uh, these sorts of individuals in a in a lab. Um, that's very very much their mo, apparently. So uh, I could totally see that, and I'm I'm wondering if we'll get a point. I mean, I'm sure at some point they're going to delve into the backstories of of Deep Ground and and all these other the Sviets and all these other guys here. Uh, But yeah, based on what we've been given so far, it's very, you know, I like how they're sort of. Well, I want to say there's there's an action sequence between Rosso, Rosso, excuse me. And (laughs) and Vincent every time, every time. And Vincent, that's actually like really good. Like if I'm being honest, the best scene so far are are these action sequences in the yes. cutscenes. Like yeah, they're the cut really scenes. cool. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. And Rosso has a very cool gun blade, like one of the cooler ones. Um, yeah, we could see now that yeah that it, we did at first initially did not know that it was also a gun. It is a gun blade. But it is also I know a gun. you love your gun blades. I do. I do. And I understand. I get it. I get it. Well, it's her, the best of both worlds. It's what, the best what, of both worlds. What is there worlds. not to like? But then we see Vincent, uh, he act, well, Rosso's attacking Vincent because she's after the proto-materia, yeah. which is what Vincent is holding. So they are uh, and he in still, pursuit. And he still doesn't know what it He's, means. He doesn't quite get it. But we're going to get, we're going to get to that soon. We're going to get mm. to that soon. Um, so Rosso gets the best of uh, Vincent, kind of knocks his ass against the wall, mm-hmm. and Vincent goes into that berserk mode. He goes into let's, Super Saiyan Jet mode. Well, we're going to find out what this mode is, but let's save it for later in Dirge. Mm. Um, but this is when he goes, if you, anybody remembers in, in OG, this is kind of when he goes into his monster form. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's called Chaos. But, yes. Or, yes, yeah, yes. Well, but we'll get to that. We'll we're going to flesh we'll that lore there. out. We're going to flesh that lore out. But, but I, anyway. do, I like how um, his design uh, in this form is very uh i like how his his bandana is become part of his hair <laughs> in a way like i i, no, I, I see to, what you're saying i see what you're saying i want to look up like an actual like an, an actual like uh render. concept art or a render of this because i mean I, uh, it, it it's not the worst design i've ever seen in terms of uh, final fantasy but mm-hmm. It's not, and I, you know, I called him Super Saiyan Jet for a reason, because <laughs> he looks very much like uh, Jet when you fight him at the end of FF uh, FF10. Spoilers, by the way. Spoilers. Uh, but I'm, I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming anyone who listens to this has at least seen the end of FF10. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's it's something for like I like this sort of. Uh, you know, beginning intrigue. I like his wings also. That's probably the more stronger parts of the design, honestly, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how, you know, we've sort of been told about this proto-materia and being like, what is that? And we don't know. And then now we get this little like, oh, is it related to his uh, his beast form? 
which I'm I'm gonna probably take a fair guess and say that it probably is. <laughs> um, although I know that you know Vincent obviously has a long history of being experimented on, and as we'll we'll come to find out here very soon, uh, Lucrezia might have done some things. Well, I mean, she did. Conti- she did continuously apologize. I wonder what for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's another thing I was hoping to. Is I hope Lucrezia, I hope we get a little bit more from her than I'm sorry. Awaken. Uh, I mean, is... I could vouch for that. You will. You most okay. certainly will. Okay, because like it seems coming like up soon. That's coming up soon, actually. Every time that we have seen Lucrezia thus far, she is only well. The first time we saw her, she didn't even say anything. Um, and now that we uh, baby sort of... steps, man, you're seeing it. You're seeing oh yeah, it. At, at at and now we're at this point uh, where we kind of get. I'm assuming he just went back to um, the spot where she's at um, and saw her again, and then he had his little moment with her there, where she's like, "I'm gonna guess that she's talking to him like through her mind, maybe." Uh, I think he's kind of seeing her in a dreamscape. That's that. That's what I would think has been implied. Because okay. right now, the the whole Vincent uh, fight scene with Rosso basically ends with him passing out. But you see, as he's fading out, Shalua, yeah, you see her legs up. is stepping her way towards him. So, Which is something that when I first saw that, I'm like, that's when I asked last episode of like, is Shalua like on the up and up? Because... The way that, that that it was filmed. It's a little kinda, ominous. It's a little yeah. ominous. Well, let's just say this, right? Let's be happy Shalua was the one scooping us up and yes, not and, the Crimson. Yes, and not you know, our lovely Sviets. friends, our lovely Sviets. But Vincent right now, he's he's Shalua's kind of is restoring him. He's in like one of those restoration yeah, pods. I, I love. <laughs> so he's kind of having this dream about Lucretia. Yeah. I love, uh, yes, yeah, and he's also he also has the dream about Hojo too right uh we call that nightmare or a night yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think anyone dreams of hojo uh Definitely no one's no not. one's writing any uh no one's writing any romantic fanfic about hojo please don't if there is please don't tell me who that that exists uh, i i hope not <laughs> but here's the thing i i love what's implied here that you know at rosso brings up the proto materia Vincent goes into chaos form. He passes out and has a dream of Lucretia. Mm. So everybody start start connecting the dots because yeah, we're going per, there. Start perking those ears up. And she keeps saying sorry, so uh, mm. kind of on the nose. What could but. she ever possibly be apologizing for? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that we see that. But I, what I was going to say before is that uh, when it cuts to Vincent in the tank... You know, normally when you see someone in a tank like that, they're usually like, I don't know, suspended in, yeah. you know, in the water or something. But Vincent, it's looked literally just like he just is standing there in the tank, like no big deal. He's like, oh, oh, this is co- cozy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mm, yes, uh, being haunted by my past memories. Mm, it's very wet in here. Uh, but yeah, we get, I, I'm interested, uh. And seeing more of this Hojo stuff, too. Yeah, there's something very interesting, right? Because I think the dub didn't capture everything Hojo said. Yeah, I I think it's intentional. But I think, Um, but if you listen, if you listen close enough, you can hear what he says. Yeah, you can kind of piece together. 
you know, he's like, oh, you know, for my next experiment, you know, I can use, I'm assuming he's saying like, oh, I can use Vincent's body in my next experiment. You know, I'm a and genius. My success, my success with him justify will justify my failures. failures. Yeah, yeah, which is, boy, oh boy, if that, if the Hojo isn't always on brand. He's um, persistent. You got to give it to the man. He's a he's man a with a vision. He's a persistent scumbag, that guy. He's a man with a vision. Ambition. Yeah. Yes. Off the leash, but ambition. Yeah, and I'm, and again, I'm glad that we see in in a remake that we're seeing him his unhingedness way earlier on and i know there were some people even in our discord earlier asking about like are we gonna see dr hojo at cost del soul i don't think so i don't in, think so either i have to say i have to say here's a small little caveat in my replay of oj og that <laughs> okay. was actually something that oj in my, <laughs> in my replay of orange juice um but in my replay when you bump into Hojo at Costa del Sol and you're there with your whole party and he's just there on a beach chair surrounded by women and I'm like, no, you, <laughs> no. we should just kill him. Like, yeah. what What part of this whole crew wouldn't just murder him in cold yes, blood Yes, because right it's now? not, and it's not, you know, because it's not like all the stuff at, at Shinra HQ didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, are we just forgetting the part where he said that he was going to make Red mate with Aerith? Are we going to forget that? <laughs> You know, and I, you know, and, and here's the thing is that I know an OG, you know, they kind of, you know, play, you know, they play with your expectations of Hojo a little bit. Um, and, you know, you don't really see his nefariousness until later on in the game. And that's the reason why I feel like since we saw it so early in Remake that we won't see him. No. Um, and he's not going to be hanging There's out lot... surrounded by women at Casa del Sol. As much as I would love to see that in in the modern Me context. Me too. And uh, like while we're on, while we're on the subject, there is a lot of things like that that like don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things about OG that I am going to be praying stays intact. But mm. there's also a lot of stuff that I could do without. Yeah. And that o that Hojo scene is a good example. Another example, I think I remember I texted you about it. Um, but it was when you go to dine for the first time and Barrett shows up yeah. and you get like a minute and a half of like one dude being really pissed. He's back and he punches him in the face and mm. then it's just over and Barrett doesn't ha really have anything to say about it. And it's like, nah, I want, I, I want something a lot more than that. Yeah. When no, when, I dine. feel like when, when we go back to Corel, I think, uh, oh shit, I kept saying dine. Dine is his buddy. Corel is the, yeah, um, yeah, no, uh, Corel. Yeah, when we go back to Corel, because when you said it, I was like, "Is that the name?" Like, I've, I'm like, something, something nah, went off in slipping. my mind. I'm like, I was just slipping. But uh, yeah, when we go back there, I feel like there's, it's gonna be way more. It should be intense, bro. It should be intense. I want make me feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, I want to feel same. terrible, <laughs> right? I want, I want Barrett to be in an uncomfortable position so he can grow more. As a character. <laughs> uh, I just want yeah. the characters I love to be put in uncomfortable situations so I could watch them grow and maybe learn something for myself. Oh, this so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I honestly, uh, not, not, not to uh, stay on this for too long, but uh, I cannot wait until we do have that sequence. And there's probably going to be a boss fight against Dine. Cause wait, do, I cannot wait. Do we for fight that. him in? Do you fight him in OG? Or yes, like, Barrett like an fights him one fight? on one. Barrett fights him one on one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's yeah. right. Mm. It's gonna be sweet. 
Mm. It's gotta be sweet. Mm, if they that's... even do it, if they even do it, but I'm sure they will. Honestly, oh yeah, I have absolutely. a good feeling absolutely. about that. I have a good feeling about that. Absolutely. But uh, yes. Anyways, back to back to Dirge here. We get uh, we get Shalua. She's looking trying to giving us the lowdown uh, about chaos. Or well, Vincent is talking about chaos, and then Shalua is like, "What the fuck is that?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> or well, well, she she definitely has some information that Vincent doesn't have. And kind of what we've been alluding to this whole time is that, oh, maybe the Lucrezia did some shit to Vincent that Vincent doesn't know about. And it's worth mentioning that Shalua is with the WRO. Yes. Just just to refresh everybody's memory, Shalua is with the WRO, who Tuesti Reeve is at the head of. So she's a very heavily implied ally right now. She's very much good guy. She's got big good guy energy right now. Right now. Um, but there's also, you could definitely in much like how I kind of felt before is like, you know, you get the feeling that there's something there. Well, there's that, a part like, of you, right? It's like, you see it through Vincent, right? Cause you're starting to see these implications that Lucretia might have something to do with the fact that Vincent is a monster, mm-hmm. that there's something going on here with chaos and that maybe Lucretia in her scientific curiosity might've truly cursed someone that she loves so Mm -hmm. it's almost like through the eyes of vincent you just have this tentative like arm's length friendship with shalua a little bit there's a part of you that keeps her at arm length because you're like you're a scientist just like lucretia and even though she loved me she cursed me she may have cursed me and turned me into this monster Mm -hmm. there's some part of you that's like i don't know if you can trust like it, it, any scientist at all. There's something <laughs> so that. honestly, that's a big part. I think it's a big part of seven. If you ask me like, yeah, no, that, absolutely. Like, how scary science can truly be. And that like, oh man, yeah, I don't know. Especially when you have characters so like Hojo who, you know, are completely not bound by any sort of morality whatsoever. And like how dangerous and scary that that could be. And you have characters like Lucretia who may have good intentions and noble, like, prospects and goals, but they end up committing an atrocity anyway, Mm -hmm. right? It's, oof, it's bone-chilling, dude. Yeah, it's, and I feel like that's definitely a theme. It's not like a main theme, but I definitely like a a A recurring theme. theme. A recurring theme. Yeah, within all of FF7 to... Different extents and depending on which game you're playing, but I feel like it's always kind of a, yeah, like a subtext in the background kind of thing. Like, oh, technology and science and, you know, how it's going to fuck with the planet, how it fucks with people and mm-hmm. people, 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 <laughs> people, <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah, how, how it affects our world and, and everybody in it. And, you know, it's always, it's always nice. Always I, nice. I, I like, you know, again, uh, I don't, Dirge of Cerberus, uh, withholding because i don't know i still have not seen this game from beginning to end yet so hopefully hopefully but (laughs) hopefully some of the you know it might be weak and maybe some of the character departments hopefully in the theme department it holds up and so far it seems to be it seems to be and speaking of which as if we weren't getting on the nose enough Mm. so they start discussing chaos and then shalua goes the chaos gene so the are you carrying? Emeralds. Are you chaos emeralds? So, so are you carrying the chaos gene? 
And then suddenly everything clicks and she goes, oh, that explains your relationship with Dr. Lucretia. Mm. And then Vincent's like, what? Uh, now huh? it's all coming together. Yeah, I do like how, you know, she pulls up uh, Lucrezia's, like, file on the computer. And, like, Shalua's talking in the background, but Vincent's just, like, looking at the He's file. zoning out. Very and nice touch, I thought. I love, I love when games or, like, anything like that, when you can tell that, like, a character's focusing in on something that's not what the other person is saying. And it's like the other person's talking, and you know that they're all they're all they're waving their arms and doing all this other stuff, but you can't hear what they're saying. I love, I love little narrative devices like that. And I love it because it, it, you know, this is obviously the moment where Vincent realizes what she's saying sorry for. Mm-hmm. So it's like he is stuck in like, his head, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Just having kind of like, oh shit, like that realization of like, oh, this is, this is why you always say you're sorry. Ah. <laughs> uh, Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, do you wanna should do you wanna keep going on this? Or? I actually think I actually think this is this is a good place, a good to spot stop. to end. Yeah, I think it's a good spot to end. That now now the relationship between Lucretia and Vincent is starting to become a little clearer. Yeah, and things are starting to pick up. Things are starting to pick up. It's and... starting to pick up. It's gonna start getting a little more fun. Yeah, and yeah, to, to anyone to anyone who is uh, who knows the plot of Dirge of Cerberus, and it's like, oh my god, these guys are just getting all the, we're spending so much time in the fluff, and it's like, yeah, but I feel like it's important to talk about, you know, also the, the also the saying. series the series we're watching breaks it up into parts, and I feel like we're doing a good job of doing each episode as a part, so yeah. you guys can expect thirteen parts basically. Yeah, just about. You know, you maybe maybe one or parts. two more, one less, or you know, because I'm sure there are some points. Because there are definitely some chapters, at least that I've seen thus far, that are shorter, or at least that yeah. have not as much story substance in them. Um, but they've been generally Dude, this pretty is good. Wild, we're gonna like, finish just before Integrate drops. Oh boy! Like right before, you know, and that's and I feel like that's exactly why. As soon as we found out that uh, integrated intermission was a thing, I was like, "Well, Dirge of Cerberus has just moved up the line." Because <laughs> I, because in all honesty, I wanted to do before Crisis, but before Dirge. Um, but you know, I think Dirge of Cerberus a little bit more palatable at this point to get down, and we will cover before Crisis. We'll get before Crisis, but honestly, I, I the way I see it going is we're gonna fly through Dirge here. We're probably going to spin on integrate for a while, dude. I've ima- oh, I imagine they're going to I'm gonna I'm drop expecting I got crazy. huge expectations for 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 integrate. Yeah, I'm going to be forward with them. I have very high expectations for integrate. Yes. And hopefully and I it seemingly thus far uh we don't have to worry about setting our expectations too high. I feel like if we have the same level of expectations that remake had which I don't know. I kind of had I had high expectations, but also kind of kept myself within check in mm-hmm. reason. But again, I'm also I'm a very um, I'm a very adaptable person and can be like, you know, obviously I was not one of those people that was upset that it wasn't a one for one remake. Um, and but, you do know. you and I are on record saying we didn't want that anyway? Yeah, and you know, even you know, going back and looking at it, it's like, you know remake like whatever expectations that i did have for remake it blew it out of the water like tenfold 
So yeah, now Square's you know, in trouble, and and I understand that now like Square's yeah, in trouble. <laughs> I understand that like this this you know DLC that's coming out. I don't want to put the same level of it because it's obvious. It's, it's just a DLC. DLC. It's a DLC. It's not you know I'm 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 having uh, can't talk. Uh, <laughs> I'm having expectation high expectations for um just the what it's going to set up potentially right. Yes, and it's like again I don't I don't want to put too much on it. Because I, I don't think it's right to put that much pressure on a piece of a DLC, but I mean right. I think I think Square at this point they know they know what they're doing, and I feel like they they have a plan. For better or worse, they have a plan, and to be honest with you, I'm happy enough with just that. Me too. Because we've seen too often, frequently of of you know projects that don't have a plan and how shittily they can turn out so if they have at least if they are laying the groundwork and they're having a a roadmap set up for all this stuff and they're thinking it out years and months and months ahead of time then i think we'll be okay i think so too and we're not going to be flying by the seat of our pants the whole time you know (laughs) but uh yeah i'm i'm excited and i feel like yeah dirge is going to be picking up soon uh, cuz i have watched a little bit ahead of where we're stopping here mhm and uh things are things are going to get um things are going to get juicy from this point on or at least a little bit from what yeah, i've seen yeah the best stuff is on the, the plot way. will indeed thicken it's not just we're not just going to be talking about man it's crazy how we go around and shoot dudes because <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much what the game has been about for the most part and like little little crumblings of of well vincent uh, had to lore. do a little self-discovery and now that we've learned a hard truth we can start to rebuild yes and then we can shoot dudes even more efficiently exactly in the future <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know is there anything else that you wanted to bring up or no dude i'm i'm good i'm excited look it's yeah, another week think, closer yeah. dirge is getting better and better it's gonna be fun yeah i think yeah this you know this might have been a more like narratively light episode but you know i think uh well, we're getting there we're getting there in terms of stuff oh so yeah please bear with us <laughs> as we as we wade through the bog of dirge of cerberus and uh yeah i, I mean i'm i'm good to do the business if you are i am too are you ready i am ready Alrighty. Three, three, two, two, one. Da, 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 i like we, we give more of a flourish every time oh yeah flourish